A good late morning, early afternoon, everybody here in North America. Welcome in to Mining Stock Daily. This is your host, Trevor Hall. We have a, a quick market commentary with our good friend from SOAR Financial, Mr. Kai Hoffman. But before we get into that discussion, just a real quick update with the numbers. Uh, gold futures tried to jump up to that 1850 level, but was rejected pretty hard. So it seems like that's going to be a pretty uh, good level of resistance here for the short term for the yellow metal currently trading at 1840. Silver, on the other hand, uh, a little bit in the red today, but uh, still in, you know, just kind of still in range of $27.42. Uh, speaking of silver, the last time I spoke with Kai was uh, during the pandemonium, quote unquote, silver squeeze, aka silver, silver squeeze fake out, aka it was a lot of fun while it lasted. <laughs> it sure was. It actually brought some excitement back and got the blood pumping again. So that was good. It was kind of fun to see a bunch of uh, people from outside the industry kind of come in and take a look at uh, at Silver Kai. You know, looking back, you know, I mean, you and I did that, uh, put together that little panel uh, within a matter of a couple hours that uh, Friday before the big move in Silver, and then it retraced. But, you know, kind of looking back, you know, what what's something you, maybe you learned through all that? That there is a lot of interest for our space in general. Like people do understand silver that they look at it. And it was interesting to see who, who who got all flushed out. And I mean, in a positive way, meaning commenting on, on the silver squeeze, like retail investors galore. Uh, the commentary under our video was insane. So a lot of eyeballs on the sector, right? Just know before maybe there was no urgency to jump in. It hasn't really trickled down to the stocks. We're back at zero from where we started, right? So it's like a monopoly game and we didn't get $2,000 uh, when we went over go. But uh, the eyeballs on the sector, they're there. And it just needs that trigger, right? And uh, maybe mm -hmm. that was a bit of a trigger. Maybe a couple eyeballs stuck around, and that has me hopeful. Yeah. What about some of the emotion? I mean, we got a lot of back and forth. I mean, you know, friends, colleagues of ours in this sector, whether they're mining stock people or just precious metal people in general, um, you know, it seemed like half was on one side rooting on this silver squeeze, and now's the time where the other half was kind of saying, whoa, 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 like, this isn't a healthy move. This is more. This is going to do more harm than good. Well, I, don't, I think it was pretty neutral in the end. Like, I don't think it's done any harm. I think we're still higher than we were before in silver. So I think we don't. We haven't done any harm. Of course, the breakout didn't happen. The resistance was too strong. And of course, the silver market is too big in general to, to, to fight, right? And uh, if, if it wants to stay down where it is, then it's, it's going to stay there. And uh, we're going to see some more COT reports coming out later this week, some short reports. And uh, really curious, like that, that physical silver squeeze, if that is going to show up in prices at all. Uh, I've been talking to this, uh, Jeff Christian from CPM Group last week as well. And he said, well, the wholesale market is full of thousand ounce bars. It's just nobody expected that run on demand on those coins, on the smaller denominations. And that just wasn't available. The, the stock wasn't there. It just needed to be produced. So let them catch up. It's not like silver is out of uh, out of stock. Silver is there. It's in the warehouses. It just needs to be, you know, coined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you always deliver at least once a week the Orange Inc. weekly update, and obviously behind some of this move in the silver and the in the the attention it was getting, we saw a few companies get some get some financings in while it was happening you know i think it's interesting to see sometimes how this can happen pretty quickly you kind of look well did you need to finance you know but also we also heard from matt geiger last week where he's telling companies that he puts in his portfolio 
to, you know, if the money's available, take it because we don't know where this thing's might head. Yeah, that's, I think, a general rule of thumb in exploration, right? So you never know what next week's going to, to hold for you. And if money's being offered to you at very reasonable terms or even with a slight premium or with no warrant or similar attached or even if it's a bought deal so you don't have to go out cold calling your investors, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty reasonable to, to assume that it's okay to take that money. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I ask you about a couple of specific companies I know both of you and I follow? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Uh, this morning, Corvus Gold had new drill results out uh, from the north end of the Motherlode project. Uh, it continues to find more mineralization. This has been kind of a, I wouldn't necessarily call it a left turn. It's more of a right turn as the map, <laughs> as the crow flies. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is an area of Motherlode that uh, never really got a whole lot of attention in years past, but uh, they're really making something of it. What are your thoughts here? I think you talked, did you talk to Jeff this morning? No, I haven't. He's going to be a guest okay. on our SF Online tomorrow, and that's a great segue okay. to talk about SF Online tomorrow. But uh, back, to, back to those results, like Corvus is, is just continuing to deliver on the results. Um, and uh, I spoke with a journalist out of Germany this morning, and maybe something the market hasn't realized yet, there are two different systems at Motherload, right? So there's the sulfide system and more the oxide system, and getting 118 meters, I think it was 1.6, I don't have the press release in front of me, 1.6 grams of gold in Nevada for oxide is phenomenal. Okay, that, that's yeah. a great result. Uh, yes, it's not as high grade maybe as the sulfide system that's further down, but it, it's fantastic. Like, if I, I love Marigold as an example for SSR mining. It's, I think they're producing with a cutoff of one point, uh, 0.15 grams per ton, run of mine gold production. Okay, so put that into perspective. That's 10 times higher. Yes, there will be some strip and all that. Keep the factor of that in, but the results are great. And it's a part of a bigger district. You got to keep that in mind as well. What are Anglo doing? What are Core doing in there in that area? And put that into context. Yeah, it's it's really interesting where they've been able to drill here, and they're basically sandwiched in between these two major companies drilling on both sides of the border. So, uh, look forward to hearing what Jeff Pontius has to say tomorrow during SF Online uh, as well. And then I believe him and I are scheduled to connect again Thursday morning, so we'll get the full gamut and uh, uh, maybe get some follow up questions in for Jeff Thursday morning that maybe were missed. Uh, tomorrow during your event uh let, i one of the other companies that are is being highlighted tomorrow is defiant silver uh silver project in uh the santa costio silver project in mexico uh they continue to hold, uh increase their land position as well uh you know what are you expecting or maybe some ideas that you want to have that you'd like to hear from defiance tomorrow I'm really curious. Like, like I know Duck Cavey. I have a lot of respect for him. I've known him for for a good number of years. He's a young geologist. His dad has already a reputation in the sector, and he's trying to prove himself. So they they need to show more ounces, of course, of silver, but they also need to higher grade a bit. So I'm hoping to get more details on their plan, how they're going to high grade or not high grade, but increase the grade of their silver deposit. And that's the main thing I'm looking for. Where are they going to put the drills, and how are they spending their exploration dollars this year? What other companies are you looking forward to hearing from tomorrow? Obviously, all of them. It's your event. You want to hear from all of them. But, you know, what are maybe some of the underlying questions you expect to get to this group? No, they're, they're fantastic companies. All of them. Absolutely. Best companies ever, right? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we have a really good mix. And we have a really strong producer side this this uh, this session. So we got four gold producers. Um, we got Fiori Gold, Argonaut Gold, Victoria Gold, and Step Gold as well. So the emerging gold producers in Nevada, in, in in the Yukon. I'm really curious to hear like how they're selling their gold price, what the what the interest is there, um, if, if they're hedging, are they using price spikes to maybe hedge 
Uh, we spoke to Hecla, and you were on the call as well about silver, for example, and they're not hedging at all. And they're producing 13 million ounces of silver. So like, how opportunistic are these companies in, in the current times as we are pretty much in a sideways movement for gold while we're range bound? So what are they up to? Of course, we have two silver companies. You mentioned Defiance. They're presenting tomorrow. And we also have BlackRock Gold presenting. So I'm curious to see what their plans are and how opportunistic they're being in the current, uh, yeah, with the current sentiment. Uh, I do want to highlight, there's one company that obviously we work with here at Mining Stock Daily and you're highlighting tomorrow uh, during the event, and that's Ridgeline Minerals. Uh, I'm sure you've been watching this company for the last couple of weeks because it has just been literally an incredible roller coaster ride. Uh, they were trading as high as north of like 80 cents, I believe, at one time, came back down to 32 as all that paper became free trading, jumped back up to over 60 cents double bottom around 32 and now is up trading just around 50 cents uh and this these projects originally continues to evolve you know they kind of were perceived as this uh you know this exploration gold company uh but they're finding some really good large bulk tonnage opportunities with the silver mineralization in their projects i mean this is almost kind of if you want to give a left turn example of the direction of a company this might be it yeah, no, fantastic. I really like Chad Peters, very young CEO uh, out there to prove himself. So uh, he's, I know he's got good backing in the back, uh, sol solid guys financing him. Uh, EMX is part of the of the of the structure as well. A lot of respect for Dave Cole and his team there. And yes, the, the volatility is almost Bitcoin like I'd say right now in this <laughs> stock. It's crazy, but uh, they're they're proving themselves. They have a number of projects they're working on, and of course, results are coming out. Um, from from different areas as well. So really curious to see what their plans are moving forward as well tomorrow and hear from Chad. And he's one of the more active guys also on Twitter, uh, posts a lot of his sessions, very interactive presentations. So quite curious to see what he has queued up for us tomorrow. Okay. Uh, register for the event. It is early tomorrow morning because you are uh, working with your, your European and, and German audience, obviously. So I believe it starts off about, I want to say 7 a.m. my time, mountain that, time. That's correct. 7 a.m. mountain time, 6 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> All right. So you're going to be up and at them, but you can go to soarfinancial.com slash events. It's a free registration. Uh, you know, you done you just done a really good job with this event, Kai. So kudos to you for making this happen every month. I appreciate that. And uh, I forgot to mention, actually, we have two fantastic keynotes that we're fireside chatting with uh, at at the beginning and at the end of the uh, the presentation or the session as well. So we'll try to sprinkle some more information about the current silver squeeze in there, what is happening, and uh, how are fund managers and newsletter writers allocating their dollars right now as well, right? Yeah. Uh, Kai Hoffman, uh, Soar Financial, he also gives the Ornink Weekly update here on the podcast. Look forward to that later this week. Kai, good chatting with you once again. Have a great day, my, my man. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.